The CIA is now admitting to Operation Gladio as a preconditioning to the American people so then they can act as if they were doing it in the name of democracy. They were doing it in the name of freedom. But we often find out it's the exact opposite. The left is now calling for harsher penalties for Putin's praisers in the West, saying they haven't suffered much politically yet. And the coach industries is defying public pressure and continuing to operate manufacturing plants and sell products across Russia. Ladies and gentlemen, in a world of the fallen, telling the truth is a revolutionary idea. Welcome to Subliminal Message Studios. gentlemen welcome back i'm very happy you came back and joined me for another segment you know um I, i've been realizing more and more um, it, it's very hard to do the local news um i know i was I, I was basing a lot of my segments off of that however with there's so much going on in the world there is there is truthfully honestly so much more that we need to get to that's happening in other parts of the world because whether we like it or not, what happens in the rest of the world directly affects the American people, as does other countries, you know what I mean, what happens in America. Everyone looks to America to be the savior of this world. You know, it's very, and there's reason for that. You know what I mean? There is there's very, very good reason for that. But um, that being said, ladies and gentlemen, I do want to cover some local news. And there's actually something interesting and there always is something very, very interesting going on in the Midwest. I've stated multiple times that the Midwest is going to be the new playground for the prison community. They want to move all the prisons in the Midwest and start locking everyone down. This is why we need to stay so focused on speaking out against legislation like, like the bills that was passed, uh, I think it's LB-986, I, I believe, um, uh, I think it is, LB-986, which gives doctors or medical personnel the authority to arrest your ass if they don't, if they find you in any type of way crazy. That's not fake news, by the way. Um, but, of course, these are uh, just our opinions, I should say that. Anyways, uh, Omaha FBI office holds active shooter training for local congressional leaders. On Tuesday, Omaha's FBI field office held an active shooter shooter training for local church and congressional leaders in an effort to connect with more community members and to help them feel safer when they're in places of worship. Um, okay. And uh, one of the FBI agents is being quoted, um, Special Agent Char, uh, Gene Cole, we don't want our first conversation with any, with any community to be after there has been an incident we don't want that. We want time to meet these um, community um, these community centers. The training was held at a Jewish community center and welcomed dozens of local religious leaders, their security details, and some congressional members. We find that uh, we find people haven't talked about it. They haven't thought it 
<clears throat> they haven't thought about it, excuse me. Then when the moment arises, they're not always prepared to do what's most logical or what can keep themselves in the most safe positions. Now, attendees were taught to help how to identify and report potential threats and how to best respond during active situations. Something going through my mind during the training was, wait a second, what if that happened? Where should I go? Where would I instruct other people to go or to do? Um, Abraham is the rabbi, and that was one of his quotes. So, um, and I have some, and here's some, uh, according to some FBI, uh, FBI database and their statistics. According to the FBI's hate crime statistics from 2020, nearly 55% of all religious bias hate crimes were targeted towards Jewish communities. Well, we, we, we kind of know about that. That's because you're letting in, I don't know how many neo-Nazis in here from Ukraine, but of course, that's just my opinion. And it might, the reason why I kind of want to start off with this, guys, and I'm kind of, that, I, I it just seems like that's just a little too incidental. The same time that there's being pictures sprung off all across the internet of soldiers or what look like soldiers in Ukrainian army brigade, and they're being transferred into our states on buses, on American bus, you know, Greyhound, and all sorts of other stuff. They're being shipped in. They're being shipped in on planes, and not to mention when I go into the mass amounts of illegal immigrants that are coming in across the border from Nicaragua, from El Salvador, from Brazil, and most of these, most of them, most of them, sadly are directly, directly, you know what I mean, they're, they're, they are working for the cartels and human trafficking and drug smuggling, which we've seen enough of those videos come out. We can't imagine why the Texas state is in such an uproar about it, which is also why the state of Nebraska, our governor, has been doing such a good job in going after and actually sending, I think it was 22 of our state troopers over to curb that situation because he knew most of these, most of the human traffickers and drug runners, they come to the Midwest. That's a very hard reality. Why do they come to the Midwest? Well, I look at our I look at our um, interstate based geographically. Interstate eighty is one of the main interstates. Uh, interstates, I mean, not an interstate that flies right in the middle of everything, and it branches off to the east and west coast, no matter where, which way you take it. And it also has different interstates with back roads that you can take to kind of maneuver around. But um, my point my point is, is the, the Omaha FBI holding this, um, uh, this um, active shooter, this, you know, active shooter um, training for, um, you know, what they're saying is, uh, uh, the Jewish community and local congressional leaders, it just, it just, it strikes me as a very, very, um, very, very coincidence, you know, quite a coincidence. Not in, and not in coincidental, but quite a coincidence. I'm sorry about that. I think I said in coincidental at first, but um, it, it really didn't. When I first, when I first saw that, the first thing I was thinking was like that, that, and, and it does. I, I'm not knocking about the FBI office at all. And I want to make that clear. Um, but I, it, it does seem like that's just quite a coincidence. And it's almost as if the FBI is trying to precondition or preplan most uh, uh, when the next major active shooter situation happens. Will it be in Omaha is what I'm kind of uh, wondering if um, 
uh, the Operation Gladio uh, members have moved into the Midwest, and they are going to start kicking off the war in the Midwest. I highly, highly, highly do not um, uh, suggest that. Because there's so many different um, guns in the uh, Midwest, and not just that. Most of our police officers, even if they do not agree with the citizens having guns, they don't like that kind of uh, uh, crap. They don't like being told from a foreign adversary, from, you know, or from a, let's keep it there, from a foreign adversary, what they think is best, you know what I mean? And. That's uh, not to say, you know what I mean, most of the police here in the Midwest don't play along. They do, and uh, I'm not, I'm, they definitely do. But uh, all I'm simply stating, when I first saw this, you know, um, it, it really, really, um, it, it kind of gave, it, it definitely, definitely raised the um, uh, goosebumps, you know what I mean? It raised the hairs on the back of my neck, you know what I'm saying, and it's very, it's, you know, it's just a coincidence, you know, but uh, going forward, though, uh, and Omaha, uh, Omaha's elephant herd to welcome a third calf next year. Yeah, so there's been a baby um, born, um, and, and it's so cute, honestly. You know what I mean? Um, I, I'm going to, you know, of course, put pictures up on there and stuff like that. But it, it is truly adorable. And, um, you know, I, and, the, and the weather is getting better. So uh, everyone should, you know, definitely uh, take a take a scramble out to the Omaha um, Henry Door Zoo, Henry Henry Dorley Zoo. Christ, after I butcher their name, I'm sorry about that. Um, and, and, and there's a loads, and not just that, there's loads of much more to do at that zoo. We have the second best zoo in the nation. Right? At least I still hope. I I have not recently looked at that statistic. So these, uh, once again, these are all my opinions, um, or what we deem as fact, I should say. You know what I'm saying? And, that, and saying uh, the uh, Omaha, uh, Omaha Zoo it is one of the best. I, I honestly do think that's a fact. There's a lot of different other extravagant zoos out in different parts of the world. Hell, if you want to go see Pablo Escobar's hippos, you can still go to Colombia and go visit them. I know I would. Actually, no. I'm just totally kidding. I wouldn't. They've been known to kill people left and right, and they've also ravaged the ecosystem out there. But thank you very much, Pablo Escobar. You are definitely a very good CIA asset. But, of course, that was just my opinion. Just my opinion. So, an Omaha man falls over railing in Capital District, striking head. Now, he wasn't drunk, but apparently he's just retarded. Of course, that was just my opinion. But what is to say Walter Brunn, 22, tried to slide down the rail, and that's where things went completely off board. But, you know, who, who would have... Who would have thought about that? But, you know, ladies and gentlemen, I also should add on, this is a special St. Patty's Day um, uh, broadcast. You know what I'm saying? It very, very much is. Am I wearing my green? Duh, I'm always wearing some type of green, to be honest. I literally always am. I don't know. That's that's not like a... Yeah. I don't know why. I think that's just the way I dress. I have no idea. I'm always wearing some type of green. But, um, well... You know, let's get into the news. I have no idea. What, what's an Irish accent? You know what I mean? I, I, I saw what I've been told is what we the types of accents that we've heard in, um, you know, movies and other such as it has. It's their accent is a little bit like that. But the way they actually speak is so far downhill. You know what I mean? And it's apparently it's much more funnier. I have never met, um, you know, anyone that can speak like, you know what I mean? Like that has that hardcore um, Irish accent, you know what I'm saying? But you know what I mean. Uh, you know, uh, you know. I'm sure most of most of uh, most of you have never met um, 
a Persian midget. If you have, then comment in the section and let me know how that went. You know what I'm saying? Not to say that they're different kinds of people or anything. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying, you know, it's pretty cool. Anyways, uh, speaking of St. Patty's Day, um, celebrations are already, uh, already kicking off. A lot of people are already going into the bars and getting completely uh, slammed. So, um, what I mean by that is uh, St. Patrick's Day is uh, obviously a big holiday in Omaha, and celebrations are kicking off early at uh, Thursday at the Clancy's Pub. So apparently people are already going at the Clancy's Pub. I uh, will definitely not be going out. You know, ladies and gentlemen, I'm, I'm going to be, I'm going to try to be as honest, I, as honest as I can. I'm very sorry about that. Um, so I, I, I'm not much of a drinker. You know, I, it's not that I, I never really was. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I never really was. I don't know why I just say it's not that I never really was. Yeah, I never really was. Like, I had my times in high school, don't get me wrong. But so does everybody else. Except for, you know what I mean, you know, people that just don't, you know, kind of people like me that just don't really find a, you know, a, a, that much fun in drinking. That doesn't mean I've had some great times, you know what I mean? You know, having a couple sips and here and there and stuff like that. Oh, man, I've had some great times, you know what I mean? But it's just never really been my thing. I I don't know, man. You know what I mean? But I do, I do. So when I do drink nowadays, um, I, I like to have, I, I just like to have my, you know, whiskey in the glass. You know what I mean? You know, so put, put some ice in the bitch, maybe now and then, you know, cool it down. But obviously, like, my liquor should always be in the freezer anyway. I should never have to put it in some um, some ice. You know what I'm saying? But I, I, that's normally how I'm going to have my sips here and there. But other than that, I'm, I'm sober as shit all the time. You know, my, my main problem is smoking cigarettes. I need to stop smoking cigarettes. It is, it's horrible for you. It's horrible. You know what I mean? I mean, you're horrible. Like, you know, like superstar. But uh, ladies and gentlemen, I, I don't know. I have uh, I have been following this case kind of off the record. You know what I mean? If, if that makes sense. Does that make sense at all, Jake? Fuck. Um, just kidding. Just kidding. Um, no. I've been um, I've been following this case for a little bit just to kind of um, it's not that it was, it was really interesting to me but it it was um, it was interesting and in how uh, how the court um, played it out but um so an Omaha teen was charged in the death of uh, one of his friends uh, shooting so uh, an Omaha teen charged with manslaughter and the shooting death of his best friend has been released from jail with no uh, bond that he can finish high school while, it, while his case proceeds. Um, a Douglas County prosecutor, Don Clean, has said Miller Farrell and another friend were at Miller's house Saturday night when Miller pulled out his 22 caliber rifle and pointed at Farrell. Clean said Miller pulled the trigger thinking it was unloaded and shot Farrell in the chest. Farrell died at an Omaha hospital. So, this is, it's, uh, I, I guess I should reiterate why I've been following this case. This is exactly why I am so... I'm so open about firearms and not just being open about firearms, but I'm so open about the discussion of firearms because if you keep on teaching your children that firearms are, are, are things of mass destruction or, or they're so unsafe and you should have multiple, multiple amounts of training, you sound like a jackass. If you would have been teaching your children 
the real knowledge of a firearm, giving them the real guidance of what to do when you see a firearm, how to act when you are around a firearm that's, that is not in your possession, especially or if you feel threatened. You know, it, we need to stop acting like children are so fucking stupid because we are so quick. We, we've been brainwashed to think, oh, it's completely fine to sell Call of Duty or YouTube right in front of your child. But when it comes to firearm, oh, oh, you know, you know, it's ridiculous and it needs to stop. And this, and this is why. This is why stuff like this is happening, because we have jackasses like this. The only knowledge they've ever had on a firearm is Call of Duty. So why do you think he's pulling it out, pointing it at his friend, and putting one, put a, busting a cat, you know what I'm saying, busting a cat in his ass? Why do you think that's happening? You know, it's not, it's, it's not rocket science. The only knowledge they're getting is from video games. You know what I mean? And if they do have any knowledge on firearms, I guarantee they've got it from their parents or they've got it from someone that has been that has that has knowledge enough, but they've been preconditioned it from when they're young. So now when they're older, they don't just grab up, hey man, this is my type 22. Oh shit, oh my god! Now this kid is gonna be facing manslaughter charges. More than likely he is going to go to jail. And it, it shame, I, honestly, the shame—it's it, it, not—it's not. It ashames it, it me that that they have to charge it. You know what I mean? It, 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 it honestly, really, really, did. It, it does because I'm not. And I'm, of course, I'm not saying he shouldn't be charged in any kind of way. You know what I mean? It's, it's not like you know what I mean. He, uh, you know, got into a fight with his friend, and his friend ended up getting a major concussion. He's got a little. Uh, He's a little slow right now. You know what I mean? Like it's something like that. You know what I mean? Where it's like, okay, you know, let's, you know what I mean? It's you might you know, the, the charge may be a little more different. The situation will, will change drastically, but it's a shame that they actually have to go through with charging of some of some type of manslaughter. That man, that manslaughter charge is going to destroy his career, especially nowadays, because the one thing that every job looks at is any kind of oh drug history, but it doesn't matter if you're an immigrant that just got in hustling kilos from the Nicaraguan cartel, the Brazilian cartel that literally just got caught a few months ago moving massive amounts of cocaine and kilos for pharmaceutical companies. But that was just my opinion. That was just my opinion. Okay, we don't know this for a fact, <laughs> um, but it. That doesn't matter, right? You know what I mean? They're not going to charge them, but they, they're going to charge, uh, you know, this, this young kid, and that's going to affect him. You know, now, now when he gets the job, when this is all said and done and he tries to get into a serious career, because I, <clears throat> I know, I know for, um, I have great experience in making a lot of mistakes when you're young. I have a I have very great experience. With it. And, and thank God, um, some of, it, it, it's strange for me to say this now, because when I was younger, man, I would have never, never thought this way or even tried to think of, think this way or even even have the notion of saying it. But thank God a lot of the stuff that happened to me when I was young happened to me when I was young. Because now that I'm older, I am a lot more wiser for it. And it's also a shame because a lot of the stuff that I, I went through when I was young, grown men are going through right now. And they have no idea how to handle it. No idea. You know what I'm saying? And I, I, to just stay on point, you know what I mean? I, I, I do think that, um, uh, I do think 
Miller uh, should be charged in um, some type of formality. Do I think it should be manslaughter? No, I don't think it should be manslaughter. But it's it's because at the end of the day, this isn't. We cannot keep on holding citizens accountable right after we push legislations through that prevent them from stuff like defending themselves. And I'm not, and I'm, and I'm kind of going off on another tangent. What I'm really okay. Let, let me say what I'm really trying to say. I do think he should be charged. Manslaughter, no. Um, uh, some type, uh, some other type of charge. I, I don't know. I'm not a lawyer, and I'm not going to get that deep into it. But my heart does go out for. His friend, Clean. Uh, I'm sorry, uh, Farrell. Uh, uh, Farrell. I'm so sorry. My heart does go out to Farrell because honestly, we just, you know we just we we could have lost you know what I mean a kid that was going to create something that we have never seen before, something that is not even coming to my frame of mind right now. Do you see what I'm saying? So I don't. I my heart goes out to him and and his and his entire and his entire family. And I, I don't say that just to get, you know what I mean, to be all, oh, it's so good. I don't, I don't care about bittersweet or, be, or being sweet. I literally don't care about that. If, I, if I'm saying this, this stuff, it's because I actually mean it. You know what I mean? And, of course, I get things wrong. I say some things that I, you know what I mean, I, I, it's not that I didn't mean them, but I get mixed up in my words and I say the wrong words. You see what I'm saying? And. With this situation right here, man, you know it's 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 honestly very 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 sad that this um, this teenager is going to have his entire life, you know, switched around and stuff like that, you know. And it's um it's it's a shame, you know what I'm saying. Now, um, to move on to another subject, so an Omaha church sign about immigration sparks complaints. Message is quickly changed. So, what was the uh, message that this uh, St. Mary's Church put on there? And, and it's honestly um, uh, very, very, very much true. Just because they stated a fact, and then they, you know, and, and I honestly want to put a T-shirt out like this. Honestly, I really, really do because it may be abrasive, and it, and what I'm about to say may be a very abrasive, and maybe just oh yeah, this is why we need to get really religious. Just. I don't want to hear. Okay, so this is this the mess. This is what the message was. Heaven has strict immigration laws. Hell has open borders. That is uh, very very true because demons cannot go into hell. There is certain criteria that you need to meet to get into heaven. Now hell, everyone can go to hell. <clears throat> you want to go to hell, dog? You want to go to hell? No. I don't either. I don't either. But I tell you what, the more the politicians push this World War III agenda, we are definitely going to hell. So a sign in front of a Catholic church along a busy South Omaha corridor fired up a fear, hurt feelings, and political emotions Monday before church officials replaced the message with the words, Lo Santo, sorry. You have to be kidding me. I'm sorry. Don't be sorry. Stand up. I'm going to make a church. I'm going to make a shirt. For you, church, all right, uh, St. Mary's Church, because you should not say sorry for saying a fact. And the only reason why it was so politically making everyone cry is because it made them actually use their freaking minds. Lord forbid that. I know. I understand that. You should absolutely put that 
sign right back up. I will come there with shirts and hand out shirts. Okay, okay, because this has to stop. A church, you know, you know, it shouldn't even have to come from a church. We should not have to worry. The general population or someone that should think that it should that wants to just put their ideology out there should not have to worry about people murdering them. I don't care. And like I said, if you're not doing anything, I've stood by this. I've said this, I think, since the beginning. I, I first started doing, um, uh, first I started on WordPress and I, you know, did some articles here and there. And then I, I moved on to um, podcasts and I was just audio. But I've been, I, I've been saying this same thing ever since I got into this. Okay, guys, I do not care what you believe in. Do you understand what I'm saying to you? I don't care what you believe in. As long as you are not going out of your way to hurt people. Physically, you do all the emotional hurting you want. If people are taking it that way, then go ahead. If people are, 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 are continuing to hang around you, knowing that you are, are, are teaching bullshit, teaching Nazism, because that's the main subject of, oh, well, we can't, we'd have Nazis up there flying flags. Are, are they hurting anyone? I don't, honestly, this is, I'm being honest. I don't care what you believe in. As long as you are not physically hurting anyone, you can type all the rhetoric, you can talk. Because people like me and, and, and me and people like me will continue to stand out and fight against you in the real form of freedom. We don't care what you say. We don't, we don't, we don't worry about that. We know it's bullshit. And we expect the American people to recognize that it's bullshit. And the American people are very much waking up. Thank God for that now. Right? I mean, thank God for that now. But I, absolutely not. Um, I um, Like I said... I am going to make a shirt, and you can find it at subliminalmessagestudios.com. Go on my Facebook and buy them from there. I'm going to make a shirt with that. I'm not kidding because that's that's just ridiculous. Okay, and what was stated, and I, I also once again want to reiterate, what was stated, what he, what they put on their message board was absolutely true. And, and explain to me, you're going to have to comment, comment, comment on on this feed on the, and, and this will all be posted on Rumble, YouTube. Spotify, Anchor, I mean, I mean everywhere, you know, Apple Podcasts, it, it goes up everywhere. But explain to me and comment and tell me if I'm wrong. It's just very, very simply put. And if I am wrong, then, I, oh, oh, you know, my Lord. Very sorry for you having such a shit opinion. So anyways, uh, so Dr. Lindsay Hughes now, I'm kind of flying through these articles. I know. I'm very, very sorry. So, Dr. Lindsey Hughes has warned the people of Omaha and our legislation process of the different changes to where now, if a pandemic happens, it is no longer left up to the medical board or the health director to impose regulations like absolute tyranny. You know, and I'll just leave that there. But she has been um, supposedly speaking out against just that and saying, "Oh my God, oh my God, you know we have to, we have to stop that and this and this and that and that and this and all this and that shit." You know what I'm saying? But anyways, um, what's most amazing is to me is now that now that that law actually did get processed through, that's exactly when she decided to say, "Oh." Well, it's not like it, it, she. She. It's exactly when she. Uh, I know Georgie. Georgie stutter. I'm sorry. I, I don't like. I said I don't know when this stutter came about. I don't know if I had it ever since I was young. Honestly, I can't remember that far back. I'm gonna. Have to, <laughs> I'm, gonna have to, I'm gonna have to ask my brothers about that. Where you know, have I? Did I stutter? I have no. Shut up. I have no idea. Anyways, 
Um, so now that it, the power is out of her hands, now she is talking about on how some of the lockdowns were completely unnecessary and how they really didn't need to happen. The mask mandates, some of the mask mandates didn't even need to happen, but hers did. Hers did. So, ladies and gentlemen, it's it's amazing how now on uh, how that works. You know, now that that power has shifted out of the medical board's hands, now they're saying, "Oh, not now everything that I've I've said and I've actually got banned off of your truly off of YouTube." Now they can go ahead and say it, put it all over YouTube, and it's completely fine. I just, I just, you know, and, and yeah, just whatever. Okay, guys. And um, now moving on uh, to some uh, world news, ladies and gentlemen. And this are, and this is what I am about to read off is, is kind of going to, um, I don't want to say piss you off a little bit. It did me, I know, because the way Yahoo put it, oh, exclusive. You know what I mean? Like, oh my god, it, it's it's freaking amazing. So. This is the headline. Exclusive secret CIA training program in Ukraine help Kyiv prepare for Russian invasion. The protesters are back. But in place of ordinary citizens, now they're battle-hardened fighters. They're the same slogan since last year. Ukraine above all else. Glory, glory, glory. But in the mouths of the right sector, they take on a more sinister aspect. Well, there can be a few more poignant depictions of how unfinished Ukraine's revolution is from this site. All of these people bearing the banners of the far-right group, these people who helped overthrow Ukraine's pro-Russian president a year and a half ago, and they've been telling me that they want to bring down this president as well. The banner of the right sector harks back to a Ukrainian nationalist movement from the 1940s. They say the colours represent the blood of Ukrainians spilt upon their country's black soil. Their critics call them fascists and neo-Nazis. We all love our country. Uh, if you, if uh, we love our country, we are neo-Nazis. Or not? I think now they're flexing their muscles. In recent weeks, the right sector has been involved in firefighting with Ukrainian security forces in the west of the country, hundreds of miles from the front line. These clashes in Mukachewa on the border with the European Union were about control of lucrative smuggling routes, but it was also a show of force, a signal from a strong militia to a weak government. Don't cross us. The right sector's armed battalion has its base here in the woods near the front line. Here they take volunteers and train them for battle. The fighters come from varied walks of life. Few have much military experience. Most of these guys don't really know what they're doing. This, this bloke's a farmer from Western Ukraine, and that's a grenade launcher he's got. The platoon commander is a 19-year-old arts student. He 
talks about fighting enemies both external and internal. He and his men say the Ukrainian president is a traitor for signing the Minsk peace accords, which call for negotiations over the status of the breakaway region. Yes, president is not one. He is not one for us. Why? Because we did not choose him. We stood on Maidan not for that he now took a special status for Donetsk. The right sector says its fighting force is between two and three thousand strong. Their leader, Dmitry Yarosh, was keen to dispel concerns that he was trying to overthrow the government by force. Дуже не хотілося б, хотілося б, щоб звичайно вже човен наш державний все ж таки не розгойдувався і держава йшла послідовно. After their summit, they all trooped down to Independence Square, the Maidan, the place where revolutions are made. The right sector took less than 2% in parliamentary elections last year, but their popularity is growing. Yeah. Oh, oh, by the way, let me just... It, it's exclusive, okay? It's, it, it wasn't... Um, it wasn't all over um, in the history books, or at least... or I shouldn't say in the history books, because it got up, and I... Well, actually, no, it is in a few books. Said a few books, um, the books that I can't, uh, books the name I can't remember, but it's not like we didn't just the whole world didn't just know. Uh, yeah, swear, man. Anyways, okay, so the CIA basically the CIA is now admitting to funding the guerrilla warfare battles in Ukraine, right? The reason why they are admitting to that is they want to precondition the American people. So then they want to precondition the American people so then they can aim them towards the type of history that they want them to believe. Because they know that people are going to eventually find out that the CIA directly funded neo-Nazis. They have to spin it in a way to where it looks like, no, 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 no. We did this because the Russians were trying to destroy uh, the eastern front of Ukraine, which in fact is the exact opposite. That when, I, when I mean purge, guys, what you are seeing on your screen right now, it is, it's not just, it wasn't just, it wasn't just a purge. They were literally shelling the, their own eastern front of Ukraine and bombing the shit and slaughtering multiple, 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 multiple different neighborhoods completely just slaughtered. But of course, these are all our opinions, and I'm sure if you do your history, you might look at Zelensky in another way. <laughs> and, and and the guys and the guys that were around him when he was sitting there saying, "Boom, my general is here. Yes, my lieutenant is here. Yes, my microscope is here." You know, you might look at him uh, 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 completely in a different light. But it also make it'll make you more aware of where and how he got into power. So, the reason for them uh, going out on Yahoo saying, oh, exclusive CIA training program in Ukraine helped Kiev prepare for Russian invasion, it was, it's simply just a preconditioning so they can rewrite certain types of history that has already been put in place and they can rewrite it now. Because the information, even the information that they released to Yahoo, they didn't even tell them the full truth. But of course, Yahoo is, you know, they're not, they're not, they don't care. They don't care about giving the American the real news and the real, real propaganda that is being circulated around the world. 
So what they what they are really really um, admitting to is Operation Gladio and Operation Barbosa and the rest of them that were that were the CIA funded Nazis in Ukraine to overthrow the original Ukrainian government. So as the Ukrainians were looking through their scopes and in order to find their targets, the Russians had begun pinpointing their locations using the glare of the blast and were shooting high energy lasers into them. So in the beginning of this war with Russia and Ukraine, the Ukrainians were looking through their scopes in order to find their targets. The Russians, that's when they began pinpointing their location. Their location. They were using glare glass and shooting high energy laser beams into the, the, into the sniper's eyes. And that literally, literally were, were taking out and making most of the Ukrainian snipers completely, completely blind. I meant Nazi snipers. I meant Ukrainian snipers. Just our opinion. But have no fear. The CIA is here. This video has sent a shiver across Ukraine. The marching young men are far-right nationalists from the Nazionalny Druzhiny, or National Militia. They're at a sacred spot, Ukraine's crucible. Maidan, Independence Square in central Kiev. This was the Maidan in 2014 as hundreds of thousands of people rallied and ultimately forced out an unpopular president. Russia branded it a coup, orchestrated by neo-Nazis and fascists. It wasn't true then, but four years on, Ukraine's far right is on the march, and there appears little appetite for stopping it. Are you from Kiev? Yes, I'm from Kiev, from this district. The National Militia have permission to patrol unarmed on Ukraine's streets. So what are we looking for, Alexander? Ukraine, the two sides were squaring off in close proximity. This was in early 2014, more like 2004. But we'll move on. Well, I'm going to. I'm, I'm gonna. This is. I'm gonna stick with uh, Yahoo's article, and then I'm going to give you the real uh, news or the real history lesson. Okay. Now, as the battle lines hardened in Donbas, a small select group of veteran CIA paramilitaries made their first secret trips to the front lines to meet with Ukrainian counterparts there. Now, CIA paramilitaries soon concluded that Russia and its proxies, the agents, the agency was facing an adversary whose capabilities were far outmatched the Islamic groups that the CIA had been battling in the post-9-11 wars. And I often wonder if that's the same Islamic groups that the CIA funded. Now, as part of the Ukraine-based training program, CIA paramilitaries taught their Ukrainian counterpart sniper techniques as this. 
how to operate U.S. supplied Javelin anti-tank missiles and other equipment. What you're seeing on the screen, that what you're seeing on your screen, that definitely, definitely makes sense. Another tactic was how to evade digital tracking the Russians used to pinpoint the location of Ukrainian troops, which had left them vulnerable to attacks by artillery. Another tactic is how to use covert communication tools and how to remain undetected in the war zone while also drawing out Russian and insurgent forces from their positions. Among other skills, that program, which began in 2015, also included instruction in firearms, camouflage, techniques, and covert communications now for our history. Now, like I said, for our, our history guide, Western Ukraine, the only organized and armed force is the ultranationalist right sector. One of the group's leaders, Alexander Mashiko, has pledged to fight against Jews and Russians until he dies. Kind of like the MGK album, you know what I mean? Only it's not, I'm not, only it's not like, you know, I'm from the east side until I die. His is more like, you know, I'm going to burn Jews and Russians until I die. I know, it's horrible. But, um, of course, that's... It's not what he said, but, you know, I'm just doing a little ad-lib there. <laughs> and now, um, asserting the right sector authority over the situation, Mushuko declared that now that the dem democratically elected government has been overthrown, there will be order and discipline. A right sector will shoot the bastards on the spot. The bastards are any protesters who dare to protest the right sector's control. Now, Mushiko declared... The next president of Ukraine will be from the right sector. Another right sector leader, Dmitry Yurish, declared the right sector will not lay down its arms. He declared the deal, uh, the deal made between the opposition and the president to be unacceptable and demanded the liquidation of President Yuno Kabush's political party. And if I'm torturing his last name, I honestly do apologize. It's not like I'm really, really trying to. But the right sector's roots go back to the Ukrainians who fought for Germany against the Communist Soviet Union during World War II. You see, it was the right sector that introduced armed fighters and turned the tide of the protesters in Kiev from peaceful protests in favor of joining the EU to violent attacks on police with the view of overthrowing the democratically elected government, which the right sector did succeed in doing. So the Russian parts of Ukraine clearly understand that the right sector's destruction of the monument commemorating the stand of the Red Army against the German troops is a threat against the Russian population of Ukraine. So provincial governments in eastern and southern Ukraine that were formerly part of Russia are organizing militias right now as we speak against the Ukrainian ultra-nationalists. And they're being exterminated right now at mass amounts. But don't go worry. Russia is still and obviously will be the biggest threat for some time. And it also, it, it, it behooves me just to remind people of how much money we just got done sitting in. And it's not Biden's money. You see what I'm saying? That's not, that wasn't Biden's money in any kind of way. Okay, that's not, that's not how this whole thing works out, guys. That was our money. $1.6 billion that went over to Ukraine. And add on it's another $800 million that, has, that went over to Ukraine. 
So what did I tell you about the slight, slight modification that was going to go in to the first package? Guess what? That slight modification will go into effect here in another week. And I want you guys to look out for it because other news broadcasters, other than mine, will catch on to it too. But we are telling you right now that modification is coming and it's going to happen within this week. And they're going to modify the first bill that's going to directly go to the Azov regime. And, of course, this is all just my opinions, and we cannot say this for a fact. Um, and this $800 million that's going to get um, allocated, that is going to go to the Ukraine government. And when I mean Ukraine government, I mean directly to Zelensky. Yeah. So just, you know, put that in your pipe, you know what I'm saying, and, you know, Smoke it a little bit. So um, going into some other news, Putin's praisers in the West haven't suffered much politically. New calls to action over supposed Russian sympathizers in America. Yeah, when Russian tanks roll out into Ukraine, some observers reason that the unmasking of Russian President Vladimir Putin would sour support for his Western appeasers, voters from Parola the third to Paris would witness the human suffering caused by Moscow's invasion and come to their senses, waking as if from a daze to the more flaws and politicians who had flattered or courted the Kremlin. <coughs> yeah, we are we're so dazed, right? Yeah, we're so dazed. We're so dazed because we just can't believe that Hillary Clinton is still not in jail. It's amazing it is. But now, um, polls on both sides, um, apparently, of the Atlantic suggest strong public outrage against Russia for its invasion of Ukraine. But it is, but a smattering of emerging evidence also suggests that the war's initial impact on core support for figures who have offered praise for Putin, former Donald Trump, they're saying, and pres- Brazilian President Wahir Bolsonaro. I don't know if I'm saying that name correctly. At least I hope I am. Both of these are apparently more of a mixed bag than the champions of liberal democracy might have hoped. Oh, yeah. I love how they add on liberal democracy because it's not... We don't have to have just regular democracy. We have to have liberal democracy. We have to lock all your children up by introducing new state laws and new and new child protective services laws here in the Midwest to make sure that we can take your children away. What's that? We're going to stare at you right in your face and tell you that, oh, no, it's all about keeping the children in the safe of the house. I'm starting not to believe that more and more. And honestly, all of these reasons are the reasons for it. Like, you know, let me see. Yeah. So they're saying that observers cite the extent of political polarization in Western democracies. Voters will not change hard-held views overnight, particularly as some politicians contort to recast or sidestep favorable stances toward Putin. But the minimal shift also speaks to how some voters exist in the echo chambers of their own beliefs, including in far-right news and social media outlets still rife with Kremlin talking points. That is the farthest thing from the freaking truth. And this, uh, by the way, this is uh, quoted by a Vera Sakin, such a such a wonderful gentleman, such a wonderful gentleman. And I'm, I, I, 
Honestly, I couldn't tell if you're a woman or a woman or a man. So I'm just gonna call you a gentleman. I don't care if it's oh, oh, oh. no no no. I honestly don't care. Take offense to it all you want to. Now, anyways, these none of the points I am getting are, are Russian Russian talking points. None of them. But once again, Bir Sakim is being quoted by saying this goes to show you that in terms of public opinion, people remain in their silos. An expert on the intersection between information and foreign policy at the Center for Strategic International Studies. They're going to believe whatever truth or disinformation hits or fits their views. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, yeah, you know what? Um, aren't you doing the same? You know, when we discussed, you know, when I first watched that video of Carl Schwab's financial advisor, or his advisor, I'll just say that, talk about how we need a brain vaccine so they can, it can better channel out disinformation. One of the first things I thought, well, what is truly considered disinformation? Because if I um, start to believe that the spaghetti monster is real and I have a certain amount of followers that I believe that too. And we have done nothing wrong. Okay? If anything, we're benefiting the community more and more because now we're holding we're holding picnics, we're holding big food uh, drives, and it's all spaghetti. And we're, we're feeding the poor. We're feeding, uh, we're feeding communities or families that would not much less eat unless they made it there. Right? So... Is this brain vaccine going to stop that disinformation? Because after all, that type of disinformation is not is not um, harming anyone. It's harmless. If anything, that's where we get better imaginative ideas from. So all this, I hear a lot of rhetoric on disinformation that, you know what I mean, and disinformation this. The first thing that comes to my mind is, well, I think, I think we, at least in my opinion, I, I I would like to establish on what type of disinformation that if, if, and I know the brain vaccine is going to come here in a little bit, but of course they're not going to, they're going to introduce it something like Oxycontin, right? Then, oh, well, you know, if you have brain aneurysms or seizures, why don't you try this? And then of course, of course, of course they're going to put all of these extra additives, um, these addictive additives, like, you know, the additives that they put into um, Oxycontin when they first introduced that, and then they had to take it out. I think it was like a month after. But, of course, these are all our opinions. We cannot say none of this is fact. I, it makes me sick every single time I have to say that, dude. Now, um, man, we are in some serious trouble. So I guess what I'm trying to say is, is while this talk of disinformation goes around, I want everyone to really, really, really start thinking themselves what is considered harmless disinformation and, and, and if we want to go there, then harmful disinformation. Because there is such a thing as harmful disinformation. There is a situation where we had, um, let's just say, two, two bloggers that wanted to prove that a certain medical, uh, a medical institution was selling their fetuses and... I'm either selling, you know, dead babies. And they dressed up like doctors and they went in there and they recorded it all. And they were, they basically went in there and recorded themselves 
saying it and acted like they're employees. And then they released that. They released the video, and it caused a big uproar. And one guy went in there and shot everything the hell up. So there is, I understand, the need for um, the stretch of making sure disinformation doesn't go that far. But the problem with doing that is, the true problem with doing that is, is what is determined as harmful disinformation and what is determined as harmless disinformation. And most, and 99% of the time, all information is harmless. It is until someone puts it into action that becomes harmful. So all information is harmless. So while, while we continue to hear these talking points of, you know, oh, it's, there's so much disinformation out there. You know, we need a brain vaccine. The FBI is putting out statistics and talking about, oh, we should put all the Americans in camps. You know what I'm saying? Of course, that's just my opinion. You know what I'm saying? Um, the DHS is putting out statements and putting out new ter- the new terrorists. If you want to know what terrorists is, it's people that don't agree with the COVID lockdowns, people that question the um, the presidential election that's ridiculous within itself and you i just i don't know if they of course they realize that but you you're calling almost literally almost 70 percent of america now and now even more because now even people on the left side even they're kind of agreeing with with the people like me yeah no we know the election was bullshit well of course it was bullshit it was always always bullshit you know why and, and you know why it became more and more of a pile of crap is because the American people decided, oh, well, we don't have to pay attention to our politics because we're in the land of the free, humble, the brave. What changed when we came, when we as American people became complicit and we told ourselves that we don't need to fight. We don't need to do anything. We're free. That's when it changed to land of the slaves, home of the dead. So, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we're going to go to one of our sponsors real quick, and then we will follow you right back up. If you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place, letting your voice be heard to the world. Anchor has the tools to allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer, so let's get it going. Download the Anchor app or go to Anchor. FM to get started. Again, that is anchor.fm to get started, ladies and gentlemen. And when hosting on Anchor, you can distribute podcasts on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and a whole lot more. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. So let your voice be heard. Stand up for freedom, stand up for injustice, and fight for your family. As hundreds of major U.S. companies exit Russia over its invasion of Ukraine, Coach Industries is staying put. The industrial conglomerate, the second largest privately owned business in America, with a $115 billion in annual revenue, is among those defying public pressure and continuing to operate manufacturing plants and sub-products across Russia. So, uh... Coach, the coach industry, the coach brothers have been accused of multiple things um, throughout the years. Um, anywhere from you know being Satanists, which they probably are, and you know honestly, of course this is just our opinion, but they um, are very, very right wing um, geared, right wing based, and right wing geared. 
So they do have that going on for them. However, I personally have done some research on the Coast Coast Brothers, and we'll release that information within a whole. They, um, you know, every every business and every company, every family has some type of corruption. You know, we are living in a fallen world, so we'll get to that in another broadcast. So. Coast subsidiary Guardian Industries has two industrial glass manufacturing plants in Russia that employ about 600 people. Outside of, outside of Guardian, Coast employs 15 people in Russia, while Guardian's businesses in Russia is a very smart part of Coast. I'm sorry. This is what um, is, is being quoted by um, the president and uh, CEO of Coast Industries. We will not walk away from our employees there or hand over these manufacturing facilities to the Russian government so it can operate and benefit from them. That was Dave Robertson, uh, like I said, president and CEO of Coast Industries. And that makes perfect sense. That um, it, it Not only does it make perfect sense, that, that that's a very, very um, straightforward answer. That does make perfect sense if you know that, let's say, if you're operating manufacturing companies in a world that in a war in a country that is going to war or that is presenting war on another country and you do not agree with it you either have two options either you can stay in there and run the run those plants your way or you can hand them over to the same government that you don't like and have them run those plants their way so i understand the mentality with just that statement the backlash from that is going to be tremendous and unsurpassable. And we'll get to the backlash um, just in a second. You know, what I, and what I mean by that, the, the Coach Brothers themselves and the president has put out multiple tweets and most, multiple statements. One of those statements is this. An affront to humanity that violates our company's values and principles. Robinson also said that company has provided financial assistance to workers and their families from Ukraine and other aid to those affected in neighborhood countries. However, some still, like I said, think differently. The company's stance on doing business in Russia drew criticism in some quarters. One of them was the New Yorker's Jane Mayer, author of Dark Money, a book about the coach's political influence said the company's justification is hypocritical. Given how small Koch says its Russian operation is, hard not to see this is a purely symbolic momentum, sending the message that all of the coach's talks of rights and liberties mean absolutely nothing. Making money is what they value, Mayor tweet, uh, Meyer t- tweeted. Hmm. And you know, before I even give you um, what Coach immediately answered back to uh, to their t- uh, to Myers' tweet, this was the same uh, the New Yorker, um, you know, this is the same New Yorker Jane Mayer or Meyer, whatever your last name is. I'm pretty sure I'm butchering it both ways, but this was the same New Yorker that was putting out publications on how Black Lives Matter should have the right to destroy your city near you. But, you know, we're just throwing it out there. It's just our opinion. Just our opinion. We cannot say this for a fact. So, anyways, Coacher Coach immediately answered back. Stand Together, a nonprofit founded by Charles Coach, instead, instead supports targeting sanctions against Russia in response to its immoral invasion of Ukraine. We also believe that sanctions are a legitimate tool of statecraft. However, broad-based economic sanctions 
rarely achieved their desired policy outcomes. That was Dan Caldwell. That was the group's vice president for foreign policy, right? And whether or not, um, whether or not the Koch brother or the Koch uh, family, the Koch brothers, the Koch conglomerate, whatever you want to call it, whether or not they are being greedy in this type of situation, or let's say they truly are holding on to their business, so it can be ran the right way or the, the way that they deem is the right way, which is well within their God-given rights to do that. But what my thing is, is I love how the left is going after the Coast Brothers, the Coast Industry for this, but they never went after the Black Lives Matter um, uh, owner buying a million-dollar house in a predominantly white neighborhood and giving absolutely no money to any of the other supposed minorities in, their, in her group. You know what? It also blows my mind on how it blows my mind on how everything that happened over not even through the George Floyd protest, but everything that's been happening now with the gas prices flying up, with the Biden administration openly saying, no, it's Russia's fault. Everything is Russia's fault. Putting all the blame on Russia. Right now, on February, like I said, February 27th, they engaged the Russian government, the Russian military engaged their nuclear their nuclear silos to be on standby. What we are doing is we have the DHS going after law-abiding citizens, right-wingers, I'll just put it more frank to you, Christian gun owners and right-wingers, anyone that questions the political or the presidential election, anyone that questions the COVID measures, which they're doing that right now. So then when they introduce new lockdowns, oh, well, we told you it's these people that are creating violence. And they have to introduce it now so that when they start to lock everyone up in those family camps that were built in 2004 to 2008, that are still operative, by the way, and they call them re-educational centers, kind of exactly what the Chinese called their programs when they're shoving the Uyghurs in ditches and, you know, chitty chitty bang bang. I am Mike Lowry. You know, ladies and gentlemen, it's not, it's not like you can, like I said, it's not like you're going to be able to run in the redwoods when this stuff really, really kicks off. They have, we've already moved past that. There is no running from this, ladies and gentlemen. You either stand up and fight against this right now or you're dead. Okay? <coughs> so, now I might be here soon. So, ladies and gentlemen, and, and, and like I said, I, I, why the one of the major reasons why why this is going on is because they the, the reason why they're mainly pushing so hard, why a lot of these extreme, extreme um, ideologies are being pushed into law so hard, but they're not being called the same thing. Kind of like a, a critical race theory is no longer being called critical race theory in school. Now it's called now it's being called some type of social social manner or social discipline. It's being changed into call being called something else. But the acclamation is all the same in schools right now. They're not calling it critical race theory. They wait until they're on some secret Zoom meetings to start talking about crit, uh, critical race theory during a financial uh, a, a financial request that every single one of them got together. They're, the Biden administration is not urging to give Ukraine jets 
for no apparent reason. And, and what are what are most of the entertainers? What are most of the politicians? What are their talking points? Oh, well, there might be some political consequences for NATO. Jackass, we are NATO. And we're gonna get to that. We have we have Republican we have Republican senators that I personally I personally really really like. But after seeing some of this shit, I, I'm done with you, man. Honestly, I am done with you all the way. And we're gonna get to exactly what I'm talking talking about. And it honestly it shames it shames me to even say that because to see you so openly be like, oh well, there might be some consequences that are political consequences to giving Ukraine jets. There might be some political consequences to NATO. We're about ready to go on break. I really need to. But the major talking points is, oh, there's political consequences to NATO. The United States is NATO. We are the main ones that are NATO. We are NATO. What do you expect the French to do? What are they going to ride up on their white horses? The French are a bunch of pussies. They're not going to do anything. The Germans, they're out NATO. Wait for them. Wait for the exiting of Germany out of NATO. Just wait for that. It's going to come here soon, ladies and gentlemen. If you think I am just saying this stuff to make to make predictions in the future and, and hope they all plan out, not okay. So China has been putting special forces in Ukraine for a while. Of course, these are all just my opinions. We cannot say this for a fact. China has put putting special forces into Ukraine for a while now. Russia. And Saudi Arabia, Saudi Arabia, and soon to follow other eastern eastern parts of the world will all fall in line with the IMF bank going completely cashless. The one country that will stay out of the cashless society, which is the new talking point, with they they are going to start pushing. They're going to say it's the right wingers that don't want to go cashless. And while our dollar falls down, while your gas goes up to 20 bucks an hour, 20 bucks a gallon, while your food is completely wiped off the shelves, not because, not because it's so expensive, no, because our, the shortage of artificial fertilizer, which is literally doing us to, they're going to kill almost 4 billion people with just that. The estimated war from the Pentagon, them doing war games with Russia, with NATO, uh, war, warring with Russia, is estimated over a billion dead. There's almost a seven. They're wiping out almost. If let, let me just say this, it falls in line. What is happening right now is falling in line with what the Georgia guys some say. Keep the population under. 500 million, ladies and gentlemen, and it looks like the New World Order is right on script. So let's go to a quick break. We're going to add on a sponsor onto that, and then we will come back, ladies and gentlemen, for some more outstanding and breaking news. And make, make no mistake, you know, guys, when we have these, um, when we have these certain these these talking points and they're giving the generalized, the general American, the American people, the perception that, oh, there's only going to be political consequences for NATO. They're not giving you the actual facts of saying, well, the American military controls almost 75% of NATO's armed forces. We do. So the political, and there's not, it's not going to be political if we give jets to Ukraine. That is going to issue World War III. But even further, because Vladimir Putin, everyone is saying, well, Vladimir Putin is dumb. No, I think I think he knows exactly what he's doing, and I think he wants the West 
He knows the West is going to be the first one that are that are going to engage World War Three, and then they're going to blame it all on Russia because that's how it works. And that's not saying Russia is some kind of saint. Hell no. I like I said, I've stated this multiple times. If it really, really ever comes down to it, and if I'm going to be um, a thinking military and just thinking about the families that are in America, white Russia and China both off the map. And if Saudi Arabia, Saudi Arabia wants some to wipe them off the map, wipe all three of them. I don't. Okay, and we as American people need to come to that realism. Okay, this is not a game. World War Three might be fought with nukes, but World War Four. World War IV will be fought with sticks and stones, ladies and gentlemen. Let's go to break it out on Adam. We'll be right back. If you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place, letting your voice be heard to the world. Anchor has the tools to allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. So let's get it going. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Again, that is anchor.fm to get started, ladies and gentlemen. And when hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcasts on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and a whole lot more. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. So let your voice be heard. Stand up for freedom. Stand up for injustice. And fight for your family. Catholic aid workers attacked in Ukraine, delivering food and supplies to refugees. Three aid workers for a Catholic charity operating in Ukraine were hurt last week when the van they were riding in was hit by artillery fire. Jason Jones, the founder of the U.S.-based Vulnerable People Project, VPP, told CNA Wednesday the three Ukrainian men sustained head injuries he said one of the aid workers remained hospitalized in critical condition. The other two were treated at the hospital and released. Jones said he was absolutely sure the artillery shells were fired by Russian forces. He did not know if the van was the intended target. Russia doesn't have to intend to hit civilians. In order to hit civilians, Jones said, once you choose to invade a country, you're choosing that civilians might or will die unintentionally at the very least, which I absolutely love. Um, I absolutely really, really love that, um, that statement right then and there, because it's not, it's not bias. You know, it does, it doesn't, it's, it's not like he's trying to paint Ukrainian as the saviors. He's not trying to paint Russia as the ultimate devils of this world. He is simply giving you the reality of war. The vulnerable people project, which Jones describes as a Catholic Apollistic, animated by Catholic social teaching, has transported thousands of people away from areas where the fighting is intense to the relative safety of western Ukraine or across the Polish border, Jones said. The, the humanitarian organization also remains active in Afghanistan, where it has been helping to evacuate Christians and other minorities trying to escape the Taliban. Which, you know, we absolutely salute you, Jones, by the way, for doing all your hard work. And, and not just doing all your hard work, but keeping yourself completely straight and narrow on the history path. Which is, which is something I do not understand why we don't do ourselves. With so much going on in the world, and especially with the broad prospect 
And the absolute almost surety now with Vladimir Zelensky already saying, well, World War Three may have already started. It's amazing. Now, what I'm trying to say is it's amazing to me on how we are acting as if we've never seen this before. We, we may have not have seen certain types of technology that was just now coming out, you know what I mean? We may have not been, have been introduced and acclimating, acclimated into understanding that technology. But make no mistake, everything that is happening right now, right now as we speak, has not only been done before, but it's been written in Scripture, in the Bible. Make no mistake, this is a biblical and the ultimate goal for these elitists and for the globalists, for people like Carl Schwab, you see, they have an ultimate goal. The humans, they believe, in which they are, they believe are just the stepping stone. See, they need to destroy every single one of us to get to that next step so then they can continue the war, the war with, with God. And that is their ultimate plan, their ultimate goal. And, um, and of course, these are just my opinions. We cannot say this for a fact. Um, though they released, I don't know how many different books, papers. You know, I, I mean, you know what I'm saying. I mean, open books too. You know what I'm saying. Open books of them openly admitting. You know, no, um, we, we're we want to destroy humanity so then we can uh, assimilate and, and and acclimate ourselves into this transhumanism with machines. That will allow us to find heaven and then start and destroy God. So then we can arise as the new gods. You know, um, you know, I got told a story real quick right before we um, go into the next article. You know, I got told a story real quick. And, it, you know, I, I don't want to say it was, uh, wasn't really a story. It was more or less just um, a concept. <clears throat> and uh, this old man looked at me. And he says, he says, what if, you know, has anyone ever thought that what if, just what if, what if almost every single one of these ancient civilizations that had these Greek, you know, these gods, like from the, you know, from the Indian, uh, from the, um, from the Greek, from Greek mythology, from Viking mythology, from the, you know, the Norse gods, from, uh, from, the you know Indian Indian mythology, and just what if he says to me, he's just like, what if every single one of those um, supposed gods were all demons, and those were the same demons that Jehovah was warning us about, and then he showed me a riff of pictures, and you know I'm not going to get too far into it, but he showed me a riff of pictures, and there are the pictures of you know certain uh, you know uh, Indian gods from the uh, written books of Sanskrit and. Other uh, books in um, the Norse mythology and Greek mythology, you know what I mean? He, he didn't base it off the Bible at all, but he showed me different pictures. And let's just say, um, it's not that I ran with it, but the concept of that was very interesting. And it made me, it, it, I, let's just say, that, that's the simple, that, the simple, that simple concept, um, I, I truly do believe, helped my imagination and helped me be more creative and finding real knowledge around this world and giving me more broad uh, a broad perspective because it also allowed me to go further into um, 
different religions and uh, reading about their history and reading about their military. So I, I guess what I'm saying is that concept actually led me into different military books in different parts of the world, which thank God for that because I was so hooked on the American Revolution at that time and Ameri the American military. So thank God for that. So um, now I'm moving on. And if, if anyone thought, just, just let me reiterate on, um, on the article I just read, if anyone thought Joe Biden was the leader of the free world, you would be dead wrong, okay? You would be dead wrong, which um, the reason why I'm saying I want to get, I want to re, uh, re, not reinstate, but um, reiterate on the article I just read before that, um, before that was uh, Jason Jones um, getting mortar shelled by the Russian uh, Russian military. But the reason why I said there's some senators that I fully, fully liked, and I, I, I not the only that I like, but um, I agreed with a lot of their statements, and I've watched them very fluently on the congressional floor. But seeing the statement in particular out of Senator John Kennedy's mouth made me want to throw up. You know, um, the, the, clear, the clear distinction that a lot of our senators had have between them and the people is not all it's 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 so clear nowadays it is so clear so like i said if you guys thought that joe biden was the leader of the free world that is not the case you see senator john kennedy of louisiana credited ukrainian president vladimir zelensky with rising to the forefront of world leadership suggesting that President Joe Biden's actions in regards to the war in Ukraine have been a wimp fest. This is one of his quotes. I think it's clear that the leader of the free world is President Zelensky, Kennedy added. He and the Ukrainian people are tough as a boot. My bad. Are tough as a boot. And we need to have their back. Great. I'm I, you know, honestly great. Fantastic. So now... We can watch our world leader talk about world war and then binge watch him on Netflix. That is amazing. I just want to I just want to make that I just want to read I just want to that I do want to uh, restate. Kennedy, now we can watch our world leader on Netflix and we can binge watch every single one of his Netflix shows and we can watch him on world TV talk about how the rest of the world needs to give him jets nuclear capability and i want to ask you what is going to happen once the neo-nazis in ukraine get that capability because it's not like they're not going to it's not like they are a very very big part of the military but of course these are all just our opinions we cannot say this for a fact it seems like we're really really setting ourselves up for the nazis to come back and all this is going on while the German military is ramping up their military, Navy, everything, Navy, land, everything, ramping it up at, at a point not seen since the starting of World War II. Does that sound like a, you know, a really, really big, you know, kind of a, might be, might be a cause, uh, you know, cause for alarm, Kennedy? You know that it seems to me that if we're not going to um, at least at least acknowledge the very very neo-Nazi graftivity 
in Ukraine, if we're not at least going to acknowledge that and tell Zelensky you need to get rid of the Azov regime immediately, their entire ideology in there is hail Hitler all the way. We need to scourge the Russian speak the Russian speaking people in Ukraine, the you know on the Eastern Front, and they have been. And not only that, they one of their leaders directly directly believes that there's going to be a holy war where there's going to be Cinemites, supposedly in his uh, in his own words, there's going to be Cinemites that are going to lead the Holy War by instituting a nuclear fallout. That Kennedy, come on, man, you know. And like I said, I really, really supported Kennedy and almost everything he was doing, man. But um, I'm calling it back after this, dude. Sorry, man. Now, adding, uh, if you know, Kennedy added that the Biden administration sanctions on Russia. Central Bank have hurt Putin, but have not brought him to his knees. While the Republican senator agreed that supplying MIG fighter jets to Ukraine has its risk, he said, he supports allowing the Ukrainians to take the jets into their airspace, noting it was Russia who supplied planes to North Vietnam and North Korea during those respective wars. And that is a very, very good point. The difference is both of the two is the Russians were already involved in Vietnam. That's the difference in what's going on with Russia and Ukraine and then what was going on in North Vietnam and North Korea. Russia was already involved in North Korea and North Vietnam. So we came in second place. CIA was involved in that too when they realized that Russia was getting down in North Vietnam and North Korea. What did I say? Nothing is that is being done is nothing new. The only difference is the only difference is, is we are about to arm a, a big portion of Ukraine. We're about to arm the big portion, the biggest portion of Ukraine that happens to be majorly, majorly have ideologies that are neo-Nazi, that are Nazi, Nazis. They're Nazis. And we're about to give them nuclear capability and give them jets. How does that sound? It's, 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 it's. It, it might. It just. It seems to me that um, uh, if we know, or at least they're openly stating, and of course this is all my opinion. I cannot say this for a fact. At least what they are openly stating is we want a holy war. We want the whites to start killing the minorities. Not even the minorities, especially here in America. There's no the minorities are the white people here in America. For real. everybody's colored here. No. Kennedy also blasted the, uh, the congressional Democrats for not supporting energy policies that allow the United States to take the lead in oil production, calling them Walker darlings. See, man, there you are, Kennedy. There you are, brother. Where, where, what are you doing, man? The Republican senator said Biden does not have the courage to stand up to them. Some people in his administration believe that six dollars of gas will make people buy electric cars. I, I, I don't, I don't have that type of money, which. Adds on to what I was saying about the clear, the clear distinction of way of the way these of the way our, our, our I'll just say Washington thinks and the way we are thinking. You know what I mean? And, and, it, and it also it and, and you know what? A Kennedy, a Kennedy added that's a hell of an attitude. That's the you know, man. You have a hell of a hell of an attitude by. Going ahead and just saying, yeah, let's get fighter jets to Ukraine. 
while all the other left minions, the same left minions that you're attacking, are sitting there saying, "Yeah, let's shut down the energy. Let's shut down oil pipe." pipelines left and right let's get rid of american sovereignty let's open up the borders and you're agreeing with them why i don't know man you know and i'm i'm not gonna go too hard on you but um I, I, let's just say i've been following your little uh um your little gremlin looking ass for a long time now you realize that this it's not going to be a a, a a political you know nato's not going to get some type of political slap on the wrist from russia Russia doesn't, Vladimir Putin is smart. He wants you guys, he wants us to start this war. What we need to do, and what the general population is doing right now, we're holding up our hands and asking Washington, do you not realize that we just want to be left alone? We just want to be left alone, make some money, uh, you know, uh, hit our golf clubs, throw the football, I don't know, whatever you like doing, shoot your guns. The general population around the world is throwing up their hands and wondering what the hell is going on. Why is it always a handful of people around the world? And now they're just putting themselves on TV almost every day on YouTube with some with some Netflix actor, which supposedly is now the world leader. Like I said, you can binge you can binge watch the the world leader on Netflix, or you can go catch him on World TV talking about how I want to start World War Three. But the general population, the general population is holding up their fucking hands, wondering what the hell are you thinking? I don't want this. I don't. I, I don't. Why? Why would we want this? But of course, now we can watch the demons on TV create World War Three for ourselves. Whether you're for or not, we really need to get educated and be much more better of a, being students of history. So, following up, this, and this is going to fall into this next article with a good old Trevor Noah. That guy is such a douchebag. <clears throat> he really is. So, Trevor Noah says, Grammys can entertain and tackle world issues. Oh, yeah. That's more like propaganda for the rich. If nuclear war does happen, the general population has no chance. Does anyone else understand that? The general population has no chance, especially at a time when most of the American people, most of the general population just want to be left alone. And, 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 we're, and it's not like any of our senators right now are stopping any of the escalation out in Russia or out in Ukraine and in Russia because it's all about the elites. It's all about what they want. The Davos Group, the Economic War Forum, the Bilderbergs, these guys are a, bu a bunch of demon Satan worshipers. And they want to destroy every single one of you. This is all being done by design. Why do you think why do you think after 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 the resolution of creating Putin into a war criminal which leads NATO to then go on the offensive. Now NATO does not have to stay on the offensive because even though right now that resolution does not hold the congressional uh, or uh, the whole American law to it, they're going to go back in there and modify it, and then and then they're going to put it in there where it, it, the American law is is into that uh, resolution. Do you see what I'm saying? So that gives NATO, because America is part of NATO, that is going to give NATO the right, mainly us, the right to go on offensive into Russia, send troops in, bomb, no-fly zones over Ukraine, 
all of it. Do you understand what I'm saying to you? Do you see how this is working out? And all of this, when this really touches down, this is going to be around the same time when Germany is going to start saying, oh, well, we don't think the United States is a very good world leader. We're getting out of NATO, right? Ukraine is going to start getting more of the nuclear capability. They're going to be the ones that's going to start handing their military arsenal back into Germany, you're going to see a you're going to see a big, 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 big faction of the military in Ukraine move right into Germany, just like a good dog was. But of course, we cannot say this for a fact. This is just our opinions. Even though the last fact, the last prediction we had, and I'm just saying prediction for YouTube use, last prediction we had, it came to a scary, scary truth, didn't it? So. The propaganda for the rich, Trevor Noah, thinks that the new Emmy, uh, the new Emmy show is going to be a perfect place to touch base on worldviews. And he's being quoted by saying this, I think the show is going to find the right place and the right space to do something, said the Emmy Award winner, who will host the April 3rd show in Las Vegas. It's one of those interesting balances in life where we try to achieve, which is acknowledging what's happening in the world, while it's all it all allowing yourself at the grace to celebrate some of the moments that are also going on. Oh, yeah. Celebrating some of the moments, huh, Trevor? You're celebrating all the moments of the state-run pedophile rings that just got abrupted out in Louisiana. You're, you're celebrating NATO continuing to escalate a World War III. You want to celebrate the complete, absolute destruction of the same country you are living in, often to the point where you release the fact that you're moving back into Canada, huh? You want to tell the American people about that? How did I know about that? Don't ask, because I'm not telling anyone. And, um, of course, we cannot say this for a fact. These are just our opinion, Right? You know what's amazing about this is the same uh, entertainers or the same supposedly, you know, all across TikTok, TikTok right now, there's there's um, influential speakers that are getting these talking points from the White House that are so like they're 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 amazing. I'm sorry, they're they're just so awesome. They're so filled up with so much knowledge, so much history, so much influence, and all of this other notations. No, you know what they're talking points. They're saying like one of the talking points from this guy, and I'm, I'm going to try to find a video and put it on here um, so you guys can hear it for yourselves. One of the talking points of this guy was he says that um, Russia. The reason why Russia cannot defeat Ukraine is because their planes are so shitty and they always have to touch them down so then fix them and blah, 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 blah. And there could be a no-fly zone in Ukraine. Oh, but of course, that will, um, that will have um, political consequences for NATO. The, the distinction of retardism nowadays, I, I know I just made up a word. I'm just saying the distinction between retardism nowadays is 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 awfully trout. It's it's right there in front of our faces. It's not going to be a political. It's not going to be political. What makes what is making people think that it's all this is all political? The only thing that the only thing that is political nowadays, the only thing that is political that is happening right now, is the escalation, the the ongoing propaganda that is escalating this war because there's only a matter of time if we keep on backing the snake into a corner 
that snake is going to bite. That snake is going to use those nuclear weapons. And Donald Trump, I know your button works with North Korea. No one gives a flying shit what you say anymore, dude. You're just being more divisive. You're not even trying to give the real people the real news. You're not talking about... You're you're not talking about... Oh, man, it's just disgusting. It's, It's disgusting. You're not talking about the energy crisis. You're not talking about the complete, completely devastation of artificial fertilizer you're not talking about them making putin a war hero so that nato has to get involved under international law of war criminals you're not bringing up anything you're just following along with what the elites want to because you yourself are a good old new york city slicker man you know what like i said i'm going to say this again i respected all everything you did in office man and I supported it all the way. But you as a person, you as a person, you're a douchebag. And you're a piece of shit. I know that for a fact. At least now. So, it also amazes me how Trevor Noah is, is, is saying this at a time where his ratings are at an all-time low. For crying out loud, on one of his episodes, guys, I have more views than him. That's how bad it is. And it's not like I'm getting multiple, multiple views on different platforms. Hell, guys, let me be honest. Sometimes I only get up to 50, 100 views on, on some of my episodes. But I crap you not. You can go on his podcast right now or even his YouTube channel, look at some of his episodes and get down to it. Some of his episodes only got like two, one view on it. No one gives a crap what you are saying, Trevor Noah. You can no longer use your, oh, my God. You know, we all just sit down and have a cup of tea. We'd all be brought for love. Let's lock everyone up. No one cares about you. No one cares what you have to say for crying out loud, dude. You lied to your listeners personally so many times. I honestly don't know how you're still on there. The type, you know, the type of divisiveness coming out of, coming out of some of these influential speakers' mouths is a hundred times worse than what I'm being accused of right now. It's it's amazing to me, but you know what I mean. Well, as always, we'll we'll push that to the side and we'll move forward, right? We'll move forward, just like most of your listeners have, right, Trevor? Now, uh, right before we move forward, ladies and gentlemen, we're gonna go to a quick sponsor real quick. So let's run that, and then we will come back with some more, um, just some outstanding news. There's more and more developments happening every day. You know what I mean? It's just ridiculous. If you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place, letting your voice be heard to the world. Anchor has the tools to allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer, so let's get it going. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Again, that is anchor.fm to get started, ladies and gentlemen. And when hosting on Anchor, you can distribute podcasts on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and a whole lot more. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. So let your voice be heard. Stand up for freedom. Stand up for injustice. And fight for your family. Well, moving on to the next one, ladies and gentlemen. Can the Obama administration be withholding UFO encounters or secrets? No. No, right? No, there's no way that's 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 never happened before. Anyways, 
A researcher dedicated to uncovering official secrets believes he may have struck the jackpot on classified information held by the U.S. government about UFO encounters. Oh yeah, ladies and gentlemen. So like I, I heard I heard about this conspiracy. I saw it on, I saw it on the World Wide Web Internet. You know, because it's inter and then they net it. You see what I'm saying? A little um no, that's a little um witchcraft for you. Literally, that's literally a little witchcraft. That's you know that right before I even get into this, you know, um the the idea is like the our understanding of witchcraft is is so it's 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 so retarded. You know what I mean? We 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 watch we have been raised on hocus pocus on and on Harry Potter for far too long. Let's just say that um at least in my opinion, I do believe witchcraft is real. Okay? I believe it's demon witchcraft. And I believe the people that are using it, they use words to spell you. That's why it's called spelling. But you know what? We'll just move on. Kind of like Trevor knows the listeners, like I said. Now, um, John Greenwald says he has learned that former President Barack Obama's official archive holds more than 3,000 pages and 26,000 electronic files on UFOs and related unidentified aerial phenomenon. If true, I am absolutely floored the Obama Presidential Library has that. Mr. Greenwald, who runs the Black Vault website focused on declassifying government documents. Really? I, I, I don't know why you're saying you're floored. And why are you acting like you're so surprised like this has not happened before? This is another what I'm saying. Why do people that are involved in these types of situations act so Amazed. I don't know if it's because they're trying to do it because of ratings. Listen, I get mixed up on my words. I don't, I, the ratings is not something I'm worried about. And of course, I want people to watch these shows, like, subscribe, share these shows, share these videos everywhere. Yes, that is 100% correct. I want you to do that. Yes, please, guys, please do that. Yes. But ratings, I don't care. I don't care. This is all about getting this information out there. And Mr. Greenwald is acting as if they've never done that before. What do you think Barack Obama, a man that never released his freaking, and, and I hate, you know, before I even say release his birth certificate, it's not about his birth certificate. A man who never released where he's actually born from. We do know his main teacher in college was a heavy, heavy communist. Which, Russia, oh, could there be any links there? Yeah, there's definitely some links there. But of course, of course, these are all our opinions. We cannot say them for a fact. So, Mr. Greenwald, like I said, he runs the Black Bolt website, and that's focused on declassifying government documents. He, He requested records from the former president's library under the Freedom of Information Act. While the size of the trench of data held by the library has caused excitement among UFO watchers, the records themselves won't be released anytime soon. Well, of course they're not. And you know what's going to happen as soon as we get to that time soon? They're going to say, well, it's under national security. We're not not releasing shit. You know why they keep on uh, not releasing anything? It's the same reason why they will not release what, what or who actually killed John F. Kennedy. Because, uh, well, you know, I'm not even going to touch on that. I, that will definitely get, um, yeah. So, um, uh, and I'm barely going to touch on this, too, because, you know, um, 
Yeah, we're going to have to really, really go into detail when we talk about John F. Kennedy situation and um, the UFO situation. And, and a lot of the UFO, situ- UFO situation, you know, it's, uh, uh, the, guys, and this is my personal opinion, so um, what I believe those uh, aliens are, UFOs are, those are freaking demons, man, and they're not UFOs, by the way. Those, those are demons. Those are demons that were allowed to trans that were allowed physical uh, physical uh, physical bodies to then come finally into back into our atmosphere, you know, do what they do what they were doing uh, back when the Babylonians uh, around. You know what I mean? Fight the world, God. But you know that's just that's just part of my beliefs. You know, take it and by the way, take it with a grain of uh, grain of salt. You see what I'm saying? You know, like uh, I am I am very much a Christian person, but I, I believe the Bible itself was manipulated and there were certain scriptures in there that were massive amounts of scriptures that were directly taken out of there because well because they knew that if the women the women in particular were ever to find out how strong they are and if they were to ever find out who was supposed to be the leader of the Catholic Church um, I think uh, I think I think the world would be a lot more different nowadays. But um, Mr. Greenwald said in a follow-up uh, tweet that he won't be allowed to view any of the files, and that he'd been told it would take at least one year to fulfill his FOIA request. You know, and um, that makes absolutely. Um, that that does that does make sense because after all, <clears throat> excuse me. After all, it took how long for them to even acknowledge, even acknowledge the crash at um, Roswell, and then the other crash that happened in the farm out in Mexico. Though too, there's multiple crashes. I think there was altogether all three crashes when Roswell around the time when Roswell was going on. And each time, you know what I mean, there's a weather balloon, oh no, it's the sun rays that were that were glancing off a certain type of the earth and it caused this mirage. You know, they've come up with all sorts of different um, you know, crazy ideologies. I think the main reason why a lot of our government is deciding and governments around the world are deciding to not really tell the people of what they've learned from certain alien technology that we know for a fact that has hit our planet. I think one of the main reasons why they're doing it is because they still don't understand it. And not only that, it just maybe like if, if, if I was an extraterrestrial um, that has already had my foothold into another world and um, most of the general population we're starting to get a grip of, well, there is certain types of aliens or angels, demons, you know, whatever you want to call them, monsters, whatever you want to call them, whatever label you want to call them, whatever spelling you want to spell them as. But I, I think I, I try to look at this, like I said, as if I was an alien. You know what I, I would do? I would make sure that especially not only that I've infiltrated militaries around the world, but I, I would make sure that I am the one that comes forward to the general population. I would never allow, what I'm trying to say is I would never allow governments to release that type of information because after all, if, if you're an alien or some, some, some form of that, you know, some formality of that type, 
then would you want the humans to do your your unleashing? You know, you know, ask yourself that. That's just my opinion. You know what I mean? I, I know for a fact that no, I wouldn't leave. I wouldn't leave it up to the same people that I've literally traveled that traveled so far, or maybe traveled a block away, whatever that case is. I'm not leaving it up to you guys to release who I am or what I'm here for. F that. Get back into your cage, slave. Let's just um. That's you know. That's just you know my little you know re- recap. Um, so, ladies and gentlemen, what we have here, and I've said this once, and I'm trying to say it again, what we have here is a failure to communicate. And the fact that um, now a lot of our state representatives, a lot of um, even the United Nations, um, you know, foreign policy advisors, you know, the, the, the swamp, the world swamp, I should say, the world swamp. Now they're calling for harsher measures on people, on Putin praisers is what they're calling them, Putin praisers. Coast Industries is well, well, well ahead of that because they're staying in Russia. What they are stating is, is we want to keep our, run our business in Russia and not have it go to the Russian government. And uh, that does make sense to me. The secret CIA training training program, which is apparently just now getting released from Yahoo, and what they're really admitting to is Operation Gladio, Operation Barbosa, Operation Trident, and well of many others. Well, they're directly under the broadcast of Operation Paperclip. And what we are seeing now, ladies, ladies and gentlemen, is literally the effects of these certain clandestine operations and we're just now seeing the effects of them now like i said ladies and gentlemen do you think these tens of thousands nazis that came over that came over that were literally killing more people than joseph Mingle? like i I hate how everyone thinks joseph mingle is the most worst person in the world man some of the nazis that we brought over they make joseph mingle look like me in a tutu dancing preferably to Mozart <laughs> no seriously guys you know so when the CIA so the CIA is just now um, releasing this information and they're, they're going public with it they're going public with, with it because they, they want to get ahead of the of the mindset of American people not really like it's the conditioning. They want to make sure that when the it's it's generalized information that oh yeah the CIA was involved in uh, creating uh, guerrilla warfare uh, tactics and guerrilla warfare battalions a long time ago, preferably back in 2014 is what they're saying. But it was going back in 2004. Um, these are just my opinions and can't say this for a fact. Um, but what they're really doing is getting ahead of the program. In the conditioning, so when it is general, uh, general um, fact, or it's 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 known around the general population in America, they can say, "Well, we did it for everyone else, right, guys?" You know, we we we're actually doing it because we are in a, in a proxy war. We've been in a proxy war with Russia for some time now. Well, then hell, if that's the case, then it does make sense why we're going about ready to go into World War Three. Could you maybe possibly be more open of what the American people could do to better themselves? 
if uh, a war does happen? No, that's not the case. What the Biden administration is doing instead of tackle these situations, they are tightening their grip on the American people. The ATF is out there going fucking rogue, completely just denying everyone form fours, law-abiding citizens. They just want to put a, uh, a suppressor on their rifle. That makes absolutely no sense. And if anyone is wondering, well, why does anyone need to put a suppressor on the rifle? Because it's my God-given, God-mother-effing right. That's why. And not only that, you play too much Call of Duty. Okay? A sniper doesn't really silence the bullet. Jesus, way, way, way too much Call of Duty. It's not. The silencer is more of a suppressor. Silencer is more of a made-up term in Hollywood. It's more of a suppressor. It doesn't really silence the sound. The difference in the definition between silence and suppressor is a big distinction, okay? It's more of a suppressor, okay, guys? And that's why they have to directly put it in ATF Form 4 as a suppressor and not a silencer. Of course, they do put the silencer rhetoric in there, so it, it confuses people uh, more. At least people like me that are very, very, very analytical, if I see the two different definitions and you are combining them as one, I'm throwing up my hands and, you know what I mean, Asking what the hell this means, and, and, you, and I'm not, and I'm not crazy for thinking into this stuff either. It's not longer, it's no longer conspiracy theorists when the American government is now openly admitting to false flags. Which, ladies and gentlemen, a false flag was uh, introduced a long, long time ago during uh, it's an old Romanian dialect when they they used to actually put. A flag from the um, enemy on their boats, and they sail them right in and blow, start blowing their shit up. They didn't even go even further by dressing them up themselves up as um, as their enemies that they're trying to you know conquer and stuff like that. But that's a far stretch, by the way. That is a honestly far, far stretch for the CIA and for the uh, uh, for the mainstream media to be like, oh no, there's such thing as false flags now. But I remember. A long time ago, the DHS and the Pentagon and almost every single one of them were putting out broadcast after broadcast, article after article, Yahoo after Yahoo, exclusive news talking about the people that talk about false flags. The people that say false flags are a real thing, they're a bunch of terrorists. Do not believe them, right? And now, oh no, false flags are real. Not false flags are real. Yeah. False flags have been real for a very, very long time, ladies and gentlemen. This is why I'm so adequate about being um, uh, us getting to be more students of history. Read military books, guys. Read history books. You know, like when you read about Napoleon, when everyone, uh, like, you know, uh, Napoleon Dynamite or, you know, that, that stupid-ass that stupid movie. It's not really a stupid movie. It's just I wasn't really, it's never really too fond of it. So just forgive me, okay, guys? But... Read about the actual Napoleon Dynamite. Find out why he was such a, a militaristic, a strategic leader and how he conquered and what he conquered. You see what I'm saying? Like, learn about it. And by the way, Napoleon Dynamite, he wasn't really short. That's uh, something that Hollywood told you. You know, he was, uh, I, I think he was, he was average height, but he wasn't really, really short. Um, and same goes with um, you know, World War II. We can all do ourselves a heavy favor right now. We really, really, truly want to know what's going on in this world. We can all do ourselves a heavy favor right now in studying World War II. And not just studying it, I mean going into detail of the different countries. And the way the propaganda worked after the world 
war was over. You would be amazed. Do you have any idea what Japan says about us bombing the hell out of Fukushima and Hawataki and Mawataki? Let's just say they have um, uh, posters up that say, stupid Americans, they kill us. And they don't actually say that, okay? They don't actually say that, but I crap you not, man. Um, their, I, their, their rhetoric of how that war went and why they're, um, they don't even acknowledge, okay, they don't even acknowledge that it was the American government that bombed the hell out of, uh, out of Hiroshima and Nagasaki. And they don't even acknowledge it. It's like it was, it was, it was, it was, it was God that did it. You know what I mean? Like I remember they actually put out. I think they actually put out an actually pamphlet that said that that directly said it was it was uh, their God that did it. And it wasn't the American government. We never even went to war with the American government. Actually, we actually decided to cease fire mutually. It was another one of their um, things that they were that they're uh, indoctrinating their students. They're telling their uh, kids that I don't know. We 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 were neutral. The war stopped neutral. You see what I'm saying? It's awesome and it's amazing. So while we have um, you know all these great things going on, we have the the leader of the right sector, which is the Azov regime, which is the main 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 uh, military uh, military regime in Ukraine right now. He is uh, being quoted by saying this: "The next president of Ukraine will be from the right sector." He's also saying after the government will be overthrown, um, which is this is these are all quotes by the way. There will be order and discipline, or the right sector squads will shoot the bastards on the spot, and they are doing just that. But it's it's all it's it, it all guys. It all falls in line with with what is going on in, in our in our Congress right now. What our, what our state representatives and what they're saying, what they're openly admitting to saying, you know, this this open admission saying that, yeah, let's just go ahead and give Ukraine jets. It's not the same thing, Kennedy, as saying, as saying well, Russia was the one that gave jets to North Korea and North, Korea and North Vietnam. That's because they were already there. They were already involved. They were already giving money to them. We came in after the fact. We cannot. It's it's like saying it's like saying I have five fingers, and if I use one of them to stab you in the eye, and I possibly really really take out an eye, and then I look at my other fingers, and I put this one down, and I look at my other fingers. I'm just sorry. So you guys, you guys all should have stopped him, right? You should have stopped him. That's that's kind of what's going on right now. Do you see what I'm saying? It's it's it makes absolutely no sense. Absolutely no sense. So why we have why we have Trump, you know what I mean, ruining more stuff for us, you know what I'm saying? Which is sad, you know what I mean? But it's talking the, the stuff he's saying is so divisive, man. And not only that, it's not only divisive, it's not helping your position. I would be a little more for you, dog, if you started to actually tell the American people the truth. But you're not. Hillary Clinton is still not in jail. And like I said, that's leaving us all freaking dazed and confused. Now the uh, European Union, uh, some foreign policy advisors are calling for calling for stricter punishments against supposed Putin's collaborators or Putin's praisers. I've never, never been a Putin praiser. I, I hate, I absolutely hate 
Russia's politics. Now, as far as what they become now, I mean, you know what I mean? I, I don't really care. I'm not going to speak on that. I'm not. Now, anyways, ladies and gentlemen, this all falls in line. This is all just getting out of hand. I don't even know how else to say it. This is all really, really getting out of hand. And what we need to do as American people is wake the fuck up and realize that there is no getting out of this. To every single one of you militia groups think that you're waiting for the shit to hit the fan where you guys come in like the white shack. That's what, what do you think? What do you think the, the members from Operation Gladio are waiting to do? They're waiting to meet you in the streets, streets of America. So, ladies and gentlemen, always remember this. If you don't believe anything I say, believe this right now. The next war that America is involved in will be fought on our land, ladies and gentlemen. So, this is Subliminal Message Studios. Once again, thank you very much for every single one of you that watched watch the show. Watch every single one of these broadcasts. It is honestly... Honestly, because of you, that we have grown so much. So I am not just saying that as a cliche. I appreciate every single one of you. Please, please don't forget to like, subscribe, and share, <coughs> share these videos everywhere. <clears throat> Excuse me. Share these videos everywhere. Everywhere you go, get these messages out. Don't forget, okay, guys? If you guys want to know what the hell the next steps are, we are going to continue to give you the future news. If we can't get a month ahead, right now we're about a month ahead. We need to get years and light years ahead, just like this uh, other, another one of our, um, another one of our um, uh, partners that we're uh, that we collaborate with. So, ladies and gentlemen, once again, thank you very much. Stay strong, stay humble. Remember, it's not your job to be accepting everything. It's not your job to be nice, but it is your job to be kind. It is your job to be to have tolerance but not to have tolerance against everything. Stay armed, stay proactive, fight for your family, and fight for America, ladies and gentlemen. And this is Subliminal Message Studios. We will follow up with our preparedness hour. We'll see you on that other side.